This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Hey, hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. I'm your host, Gianna, and today we get to know all about Lee. I'm super excited to have you on the show. Welcome. Super excited to be here. It's awesome. Yeah, so let's um, start at the beginning, shall we? Who are you? Where are you from? How'd you find yourself a real estate agent? Lee Ehlers from the Detroit area, um, kind of based in Novi. My story is pretty different, I guess. Uh, it's one of those things where, so went to Michigan State, got a four-year degree, went to be a cop. Um, this is back in 2005. So right around the end of 2008, 2009, I was going to get laid off. So I had a chance to kind of quit before and I uh, got to get all my off time and comp time and all that that was already been banked, get a cash out and went to film school where uh, cause I'd kind of done the responsible thing before that. But I decided to do the kind of like risky thing and follow my dreams of being a writer. And the last uh, movie I wrote for school um, we ended up filming it, and one of the lead actresses became Miss Michigan. She was the first Arabic Miss Michigan, so it kind of got some publicity because um, she's, you know, they, they got the bikini contest and a bunch of other stuff like that. So that was a thing here at the time. Well, then I moved to LA, and she became Miss USA, and that publicity followed because she was the first Arabic Miss USA. So um, it kind of came out that she had done some other stuff that. Uh, people questioned whether it was appropriate or not my movie is a comedy um so there's some inappropriate like quote unquote jokes or whatever so um it got a lot of publicity studio bought my movie um option to sony pictures and then i got moved to a studio in michigan so i worked as a writer for about eight years and then we had kids through in vitro and it cleaned us out and if you're if you're making 100 grand in la you're at the poverty line so um it was one of those things where I was 33. I, you know, I was quote unquote mildly successful. You know, I was selling scripts every year and stuff, but it was time to kind of move back to Michigan and, and do like a, a big boy thing here. And it's the only job I could get, the only thing with no barrier to entry was real estate. Right. And so it was kind of like, and in fairness to people, when you apply a job and you have, you know, eight years freelance screenwriting experience. It sounds made up. Um, so yeah, I couldn't get a job anywhere. I couldn't do anything. Any, every sales thing I tried, they wanted experience, especially back then. Market was really bad. Everybody's looking for work. So so yeah, I went into real estate and uh, that's how it all started. Wow, that's a really cool background and story and uh, you know, unique route to the real estate industry. And so Lee, how did you get introduced to eXp? Um, so I started out with a team at Keller Williams. I'm a huge team out here, huge team nationwide. But it was one of those things where I quickly learned. It was great. And I would highly recommend 
people start on a team, so they get training and learn what it means to be an agent and all that. But when you hit a certain level of production, you're giving up a lot of that money for, and I was giving up more than I was getting. So I left, bounced around to first a boutique agency, then a, a up and coming one. Everything just kind of didn't work. And I heard about EXP like everybody does. And it was kind of like, yeah, that's cool, but that's not like a real thing. And it was like, and then other people would come up and it was like, I think everybody that just approached me were like terrible salesmen. So I just hated everything about EXP and, and all that. And then I had a real successful lender. That's also an agent talked to me and he's like, no man, this thing's legit. And I was like, yeah, I've already been approached. Now I'm just, he's like, just hear me out. And I was like, because I'm your buddy, I'll hear you out. And when I actually got the real pitch, I was like the real information. I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. So I joined. No, that's awesome. And so it took, um, you know, finding somebody that you know, like, and trust to sit down and hear it out. And that's fine. That's uh, just the way of sales and business, right? Yeah. So then Lee, now that you're here and you're rocking it, you're a high producing agent and you're an icon, what makes you say I'm never leaving EXP? Stock options, collaboration, rep share, what is your favorite part about it? Well, I think, so I'm a big fan of my sales approach is just like total honesty and transparency. And I do think that a lot of people, when they get an EXP, they, they got sold and they don't fully understand what they were getting into. So for me, if you would have asked me this my first year, I would have said, I'm not staying because I didn't icon. I was kind of left on my own. Um, the people that like when I, this is when I first joined it's kind of like when you graduate college and you're like, oh my gosh, like I got this degree. People are just throwing me jobs and all this stuff. And I got out and I, that's not what happened. But what I've learned is what makes EXP awesome is you can get as much out of it as you want or nothing if you don't want to get anything out of it. Where um, I took, when I finally took advantage of it and I finally started going all in on it, that's when things just escalated. And so now you ask me why I won't leave. It's it's really the opportunity to scale my business nationally versus hyper locally. And the idea, I'm a big social media guy, which we'll get into later, but with, with, with right now with any other brokerage, I was super limited to how much exposure I could get. My, I can only sell in the Metro Detroit area. So with EXP and getting all our agents underneath you and all that, I'm allowed to, I can sell anywhere. That's why I'm, I'm stuck. Right. No, that totally makes sense. And um, with EXP, it's just like you can be licensed in any state, dual states. It doesn't matter. There's unlimited opportunity here. And I can see why you like the versatility of it. So, Lee, um, you know, with as busy as you are, it sounds like um, you're a dad as well. And there's a lot, you know, going on in life and crazy market, you're staying busy, you're producing. So how at the end of the day, are you taking care of Lee? How are you chasing, um, you know, your perfect, I guess, attempt at a work life balance? No, it's, it's a, it's an ironic question because the, the short answer is if you got to figure it out, let me know. Uh, that'd be <laughs> great. Cause I have no idea. But the more complicated, longer answer is my wife had cancer last year mm-hmm. and it was like a super out of nowhere, my, you know, she's 40. It was out yeah. of nowhere. It was sudden um, and it was super, super rare and deadly form. And so 
what exp allowed me to do was make the living that i need to be able to pay for the treatments and, and not really skip a beat as far as closings and right. and all that that's awesome but she had to go to houston for treatments um she was there for a month and a half at the end and it's like uh, three kids so for me it's like there's no such thing as work-life balance especially in a pandemic and blah blah so it was uh it's been nuts it's been tough but it's also been motivating to uh, to get me to that i need to get my business to that next level mm-hmm. so, which is i think i'm kind of always saying every time you see me but it's like so that like it can run itself and if, when when these storms happen you're you're prepared for them absolutely and Liam, i'm really sorry to hear about your wife but you know it is um relieving to hear that exp provided you guys an opportunity to get that treatment and to really um step back from the business without coming to a halt right because that's a scary thing with real estate is you know if if something like that happens at a lot of brokerages it's just there's no cash coming in yeah so it's a big with the market the way it is with things changing with technology and all over the place and disrupting exp i don't freak out because it allows me to have rev share i have stock options i have traditional real estate i there's it it just opens the door to so many more things. So it's not, I have one way to make money, this one way is drying up, I'm screwed. So it's, it's been great. That's awesome, good. I'm glad to hear that you've been able to, um, you know, utilize those tools that they, they've got laid out because, you know, they do it for a reason. And, you know, I'm not glad that you had a reason to do it, but I'm glad that those tools were there for you to use when that storm arose. Yeah. So Lee, you know, let's talk a little bit about the Icon Award, um, just in general, right? So my first question is going to be in your market, your area, about how many houses did you have to sell to cap an Icon? It was right about thirty-four. Um, so we, you know, the Metro Detroit area, we have, especially right now, I'd say it's hard to find houses under two hundred thousand. Um, so you're looking at three hundred, four hundred, and that price point keeps moving up um so you know the math's there but i do a lot of flips as well and buy and holds so that's allowed me to i on a flip i get a closing on the buy side it's 150 grand or it's 50 grand or whatever it is um but then i get one on the sell side as well so my number of transactions last year was a lot higher than the price point was a little bit lower sure. so that's what you know that's why that number was where it was at that makes sense um, and, you know, I just like to ask that question, just kind of get a sense of, you know, what your market is like. And, um, you know, some places have to sell 40 houses. Some there in California, it takes them three ten trillion dollar <laughs> houses to cap and be there. So, um, you know, it's it's it varies from where we're at. So that's a, always a good question to gauge um, mm-hmm. the different markets and kind of where they're pacing at. And Lee, you know, to be an icon agent, it's more than just production. It's about giving back to EXP being a cultural staple here. So how did you do that? Were you a mentor? Did you bet other icons? Did you teach an EXP world? So I'm going to be teaching the EXP world. I actually have my first talk. Well, my meeting for the first talk is in a week. So we're setting that all that up, but I'll be talking about storytelling and how to use that to build your brand up. So it's kind of a through line for my life. And it's how I my big problem switching from screenwriting, and I still write, I still do about two movies a year. Um, we have one in production right now, but cha- coming back to Michigan, changing the narrative from Lee the writer to 
lead a guy you trust with your most important asset ever, it it was tough. And storytelling is how I did it, and I did it quickly. Yeah, absolutely. And so, Lee, when it comes to the Icon Award, right, what's your favorite part about it? Is it the fact that you get to teach back to EXP World? Is it the fact that you get to go to EXPCon, shareholders? Is it the nice glass shiny trophy they send you? You're, you're getting your cat back. What makes Lee say, man, I really want an Icon again next year? The money. I mean, no question about it. It's, <laughs> it's the stock. You get more stock back and you get... Um, the part of it is, I think with real estate sales in general, it's tough to have a barometer because um, whatever goals you have, either you hit them or you don't. And then if you hit them, you're like, well, were they too low? Uh, if you don't hit them, it's like, well, am I, do I suck at life? Am I a terrible person? Um, so the icon award allows it to be like that measuring stick. So that's, that's cool. And that's great. So I do want to acknowledge that. But for me, it really just comes down to getting all that stock back or get, I guess getting stock from a cap. It's uh, cause that was a big thing with, you know, the last place I was un unnamed agency I was at before where it's like, I handed you 16 grand for the privilege of making you money. I don't understand. So <laughs> this, it's like, I get it. It makes sense. It's on me. Great. Let's go. Absolutely. No, you're right. And there's no shame in liking it for the money. What do any of us work for? Right. Money yeah. to live. Um, so that's incredible. And it's an awesome opportunity for those that are at EXP because for those that are watching right now, I would love to be a fly on the wall uh, <laughs> with a conversation with your broker being like, Hey, can I have my cat back? Good yeah. Luck. <laughs> no, it, and it's again, it's like if the offices, if, if this was the 80s and it's like, well, it's a office in the middle of downtown, everybody knows where it is, you get a lot of walk ins, that's why you're paying the money. Mm -hmm. If they give you a ton of, or if, if the name brings people in or makes you better, that's why you pay the money. But there's literally no reason I was paying them anything besides mm -hmm. some copies and some coffee and using the bathroom. That was it. Right. So, like, this is pointless. Well, yeah. cool. I'm glad you saw, you know, the the great light of EXP and decided to make that move. And uh, Lee, you know, as a teacher, as somebody in EXP world that is an icon and somebody that, you know, people look up to, I'm going to put you in a scenario here. So let's say, you know, all the paperwork's done. It's official. I just passed my real estate exam. I'm over at EXP and I'm on Lee's team. Okay. And I've no... I'm so new, I haven't even written an offer letter yet. And we're talking goals, right? So you're like, hey, Gianna, what do you want to do this year? What do you want to do now that you're in the real estate world? And I look you dead in the eye and I say, Lee, I would like to icon this year. Okay, let's have a talk. Uh, some icons like to call it a come to Jesus. Um, what would you tell me? You know, what's some advice for me? What's a realistic thing to expect in my first year? Um, is that even achievable in my first year? And where are some, um, you know, mistakes that I can avoid in failing to hit this goal? Well, the first thing I'd say is that's awesome. Let's get after it because there's only what's what do you have a goal? Let's hit that goal and don't take no for an answer. And anybody that tells you otherwise, tell them to F off because we're going, we're moving and we're going to do it. <laughs> so great. So now that we're in, the time I get there is a lot of hustle and if and explaining to them what that hustle is going to look like and if you're not willing to do it that's totally fine but just be honest with yourself right now because to me all the 
and I'm not saying this is easy, but it's like all the reasons I've seen the agents fail is because they literally just don't want to do what it takes to get there. And, and that's really true of anything. It's like, if you want to be a bodybuilder, you could do it. You just got to do all that work. And most people are like, I want to be in shape. I don't want it that bad. So they go, but they stop eating. We all know the rules. So with this, I'd say, look, you want to be an icon agent, hustles the ante. Not my saying, stole it from a million guys. But if you're, okay, well, I'm hustling, but I don't know how to hustle. Perfect. That's why I'm here. So the second part of all that is changing the narrative, what I had to do from, if you just got out of college, from being too young or too new, too green to do anything, how you change that narrative. If you used to be a different job or this is your fourth career decision, because most real estate, I only have ever met a real estate agent. This is what they did right out of school and that they did it forever. I don't think I have either. <laughs> the most, so it's like, okay, great. So you're switching careers. Like why, what's your message? What do you get out there? So define that, know you're going to work hard. And then from there, it's going to be make as many friends as you can possibly make and then make more. Because when you're starting out, it's who you know. And if you don't know anybody, they're not going to use you. Even if you get on a team that has a trillion leads, it's there's only so many cold calls you're going to get. There's only so many fizzbows you're going to turn. You have to know people. You have to have a spirit. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No, that's, that's incredible advice and uh, just kind of leaning into those around you and whether those are your friends or um, people in your community and there's no, there's no point in being a secret agent. Right. That makes sense. No, and it's, it's, uh, it's sales, man. It's getting in front of people. I mean, my, one of my agents I know was at a wedding and gave the best man speech and wrapped it with, if you know anybody looking to buy or sell a house, my name's this. Great. Everybody laughs because that's how he is. Everybody knows right. how he is. So it's mm -hmm. like, if you're that guy or girl, it's like the more you're like that, everyone's like, oh, that's just how he is. Great. But if you're quiet and you hide in the back, it's like, well, do you really want that person to be in charge of buying or selling your house? I don't. So just get after it. That's awesome. I love that. That's a great example. Um, and then Lee, for anybody that may be um, looking at EXP, right, and they see the grass is greener over here, and maybe you were in these shoes at one point, maybe you weren't, right, because you said you had some bad sales pitches come at you when it came to EXP, um, but they see the grass is greener, right? They've got this sense of loyalty to their current broker, and they, you know, they're just paying, so they're leaving so much money on the table, with their current broker. No opportunity to earn it back. They see everybody over here at EXP thriving, killing the game with rev sharing, stock options, collaborations, you name it. But they hear the negative things like, oh, EXP's a cult, it's a pyramid scheme, you don't wanna go over there. So what would you have to say to somebody that might be listening right now, sitting on that fence, wanting to make the jump, but they're scared? Well, the biggest thing I'd tell them is, Take a deep breath and listen to the actual pitch. Don't, because I, when I went in too, I was, I had a bunch of buzzwords I'd heard and I was like, eh. So when I had an actual guy sit down, my friend sit down with me and start talking to me, I was like, yeah, I don't want to hear about this stuff. I don't want, and he's like, just take a breath, take that away, and let's just have a conversation. So that'd be like the first thing. Just literally give it, like, just open your mind, and be like, all right, I'm listening. And if it sucks, don't go. If it's not going to suck, or you know, spoiler alert. But um, the second thing I'll tell you is the don't be so focused on what you're going to save. Be more focused on what you're going to earn. And so if it's like, oh, I already paid. I mean, I had already paid half my cap where I was at, 
and I left and came here and start back, but I got all that back in stock. So did I lose any money? Not really, because I would have lost it when I wish they stayed there for a whole year. You lost yeah. it all. So there's that part of it. But really for me, it's the whole pyramid scheme thing, multi-level marketing thing. I 100% get it. But the, I, the irony of the situation is if you're anywhere else, there's the owner of the brokerage, there's the international level, then there's all these little brokerage below that. That's a pyramid. It's just a pyramid that you're not in because you don't get any money from all that. Versus <laughs> right. here, I get money from all the people that I recruit. And if those people don't do any business, okay, whatever. But I brought them in and I firmly believe that now that I'm, I'm a believer, I'm like drinking the Kool-Aid on every analogy you want to use. So when people reject me, I'm like, I get it, but here's what you're not understanding. And so it's, 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 I'm telling you, man, like once you get there, you're, and I've never been like that with any, cause if when I was at KW, which is a great place, I have nothing bad to say about it, but it was like, Hey, did you hear KW gained a hundred new agents this year? I'm like, so that's just competition for me. If anything, we should be rooting for it to shrink because nobody's I've never been in a listing presentation in my entire life. And they're like, wow, everything. So, hey, who are you with? And it's like, oh, I'm with KW. And they're like, oh, my God, let's sign right now. Nobody cares what brokerage you're with. So when you say, like, I'm with EXP, I'm with whoever, the listing side by side, they don't care. What they care about is, are you awesome? And I care about where the brokerage is because that's what I have to deal with and I love it. Right. Absolutely. And honestly, um, you know, coming from somebody that wasn't in the real estate world and just got into it, I learned what a brokerage was when I started real estate school. <laughs> okay. The, like it, to us, to the pedestrians, we're like, oh, um, real estate agents work at a real estate office. That's right. it. We don't care what it's called, who you're with. We don't know. We hardly recognize the big red balloon from the Keller Williams. Right. So we don't care. That none of that matters to us. You matter to us. Um, yeah, the only time I've ever had it even brought up is if someone's in their, let's say, 60s or 70s, like an up. I've had them ask, be like, what broker are you with? And then I just kind of give them the pitch. But it's right. my it's my dad's like super old school guy. He's like in his mid-70s. And he's like, Brookshire Hathaway, you know, Warren Buffett, Rod. It's like, that's great. Are, have any of those agents ever met him? Or been to, is there any training they have there? And he's like, well, I guess I don't know. And But that's the only time it's ever been brought up to me ever. Absolutely. No. Um, and it, it makes sense. And EXP, if it makes sense for you, come on over. And if it doesn't, then don't. Like, that's just what it is. It's your career. Right. It's your cap. It's your opportunity. Just this career is what you make it with whatever brokerage you make it with, right? Yeah, I, like the oh, – my cat's trying to jump in here. My, my big pitch is like – especially with having a wife get sick and, and realizing all that stuff, it's that with the, with the current brokerage model everywhere else, there is no out, there is no end game. You stop churning, you stop hustling, your money stops. Whereas with EXP, there is an end game, there is retirement, not just with the stock, which is cool. Stock's almost just like kind of the, oh, that's right, there's stock here, that's awesome. Versus what's real, rev share is where it's at for me. Like that's the part that, gets me excited and that's the part that like keeps going forever so as long as you got an active license you're in absolutely and you know lee as we begin to wrap up today i think it's been an awesome episode full of content full of quality advice and information um is there anything that you'd like to leave the listeners with as we wrap up no i would just say that if it's if you have 
you so much. If you have any interest at all, reach out, get the real scoop. Don't assume you know it. And uh, you'll be you'll be really surprised. You really will. So the open mind is the big thing. And uh, have it and, and get after it. Absolutely. I love that, Lee. Lee, thank you so, so much for your time today. I look forward to catching up with you at EXPCon or shareholders or whatever comes soonest. Sounds good. Awesome. Well, we'll be in touch soon, Lee. Thank you for your time. Go Red Wings. See ya. <laughs> Boo, how dare you say that on my podcast? <laughs> this is canceled. <laughs> we'll see you later, Lee. All right. Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Spear Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Spear Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.